Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen, and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician. I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Welcome back to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Brie. Always really good to be here with you. Yes, I love it. This is so fun. It is so fun. And today, again, we are doing a couple of these live streamed while we record. So we may answer some questions as we go along. So if you're listening to the podcast after we publish it, um, some of the questions we're asking will be live or that we're answering maybe live questions. That's right. And if you're one of our students, we might do this more often in the future. So you'll get early access. Yeah. Come be Um, a student, come be a student and get into the private student Facebook page so that you can get early access to the podcast episodes. But also it's so chock full of questions and answers. And I mean, this is three years worth of information that you can search and people have good, good um, suggestions in there. It's extremely rare that I see, if ever, that I see a bad suggestion. Yeah, I agree. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you get to see all of our really entertaining behind the scenes. Yeah. Before we started recording. Before so start. <laughs> really exciting hey, stuff. And Melissa has t-shirts. Yay. They're so cute. Oh, it's so soft too. This, uh, I don't know if it's going to be backwards on the video, but it says, praise the Lord for no, me. Yes. I have yeah. that one. And I have, and that's on the, that's on the, my, I have that same one on now, but it's just in full color and I'm not selling the full color ones because there's quite a, they're, the, they're like $10 more. Yeah. Just for I the think color. Black and white looks good. So I did the black right and there. white. I love black and white. I love black me and too. white. Mm-hmm. I do so, too. Yes, that. wonderful. So um, go to the website, get your t-shirt, get your mug. <laughs> get your mouse pad. If anybody uses a mouse still at work, I don't ever mm-hmm. use one, but I want it on my desk. I actually use it. I would use it. As, yeah. See? Look. A right here. You have a magnet in your kitchen. Yeah. You could have a mouse pad on your desk. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's like your little cheese. I love it. Yeah, because I have my whatever this is. This is my mouse. What magic mouse? It's the magic mouse. So I use the mouse pad. You know, with the Mac, you don't have to have the mouse pad. But all right, 
Yeah. So, go get some stuff on the store. If you love homeopathy. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. So before we get started today, we are going to be talking about vaginitis. So mm-hmm. in the theme of women's health, we thought we'd do one of our questions that we get um, either often or just a good question. So I actually had one that I recently asked Melissa um, after a consult. So sepia is a really great hormone remedy and we suggest it often for women who are trying to get their cycle back or get their cycle on track. That's one of the reasons there are many, but that's just one. So, um, I had asked her if sepia is not the correct remedy that they've been taking or taking it too often and it stops their cycle. Well, then what do we do to restore it? If sepia was not the one. Mm -hmm. So calc carb. So I am seeing this. Um, I wouldn't say extremely often, but I am seeing sepia um, stop the period or even shorten. So um, one follow-up that I did today, the the cycle had been shortened and I thought maybe it was sepia. So we stopped sepia. Um, so it didn't stop it. I have seen others. It's the, the um, cycle stopped. So we stopped sepia and we did calc carb. So calc carb 30 C once per day. So for some women, it's like within a few doses, their period comes back. And for other women, it's a couple of months. So everybody's different. Just keep going. I have found in my experience with sepia, um, I have found that it doesn't need to be a long-term remedy for me that I can use it a few times and it works well and for a long time and if I do take it too long I notice some aggravations in me mm-hmm. that it, they go away as soon as I stop taking it um yep. but I need it very little so that's just my experience take it or leave it me too but. me too uh my first aggravation with sepia was aggravation I would get so, I would be so irritated yeah and be like what is wrong with me and then I would stop taking sepia and it would stop but see, recently, really just personal story here, um, I've been really irritated just suddenly. And I'm I'm not normally, I haven't been in a long time. So yesterday I took one dose of sepia 30C and I'm just leaving it at that. I'm not planning on doing it regularly and mm-hmm. doing a lot of it. You got to remember sepia was my first remedy ever. And it's been an amazing remedy throughout my life. but. Um, yeah, I'll get, and, and I do believe that it, it stopped my cycles. So I used calc carb to bring them back and I got everything back to normal. Sepia got rid of my monthly migraines. I used to have, oh man, those things are so awful. I used to have terrible PMS, monthly migraines. Um, what else, Uh, you know, other womanly things. And, um, and it really did help a lot with all those things, but then I just took it too long. So just, you know, like you, it just mm-hmm. can, it can bring some aggravations. Um, so you just stop taking it if you get aggravated with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calc carb. Good. So we're talking about vaginitis. Yeah, we are. And we do have a question. I think we can come back to it. Um, go ahead. Let's do it now. We'll do it now. Okay. So one of our Facebook watchers asked if 
chronic yeast is possible to get rid of. Oh yeast. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I've heard you say anything's impossible to get rid of. So, yeah. So, so homeopathy can't fix structural things. Okay. True. Right? true. And then diabetes. Why can I never remember which type? We do this every time we, every we, like, time. Course, we can't remember it. <laughs> so I'm not even going to try because we just, I think I'm just going to look really quick. Um, Elaine says, hello, Brenda. Who? Who? Elaine, I, A-L-I-N. A-L-E-N, Elaine, Waylon, W-H-O. Yeah. Oh, hey. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're Um, good. I have to. So we usually don't do this on a podcast, but. Okay. um, People are saying there. Okay. Trisha's here. Hey, Trisha. Type two is the one that you develop. Thank you. Yes. Is the one that what? You develop. That you develop. Type one is genetic. Type two, you develop. So. But which one is not curable? Okay. So, you know, we're going to come back to that. Okay. That <laughs> somebody knows. Yeah. Oh yeah. They'll come back on here. Um, type one is an autoimmune disease. So see where I'm still not totally clear. Um, one, it looks like one is not curable. That's what I'm getting yeah. from our, from our listeners. That was what I was thinking from memory from college is that type one is not, is incurable. And so homeopathy maybe can manage symptoms, not maybe can manage yeah. symptoms, but you're not going to get rid of diabetes type one. I'm putting it in my notes now. Okay. There. So today we are covering vaginitis. Yeah. Um, totally off topic from diabetes, but vaginitis uh, is... Uh, what? I just laughed and I think I froze up for a minute. Go ahead. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. So vaginitis is inflammation that can result in discharge, itching, and pain. It's usually a change in the balance of vaginal bacteria or an infection. It can also be caused by reduced estrogen levels after menopause or some skin disorders. And I'm sure there are other reasons that you could get it that are not listed there. That was just, um, a brief overview. So it kind of sounds like this subject covers a lot of etiologies. Yeah. So speaking of etiologies, um, so allopathic medicines can cause it antibiotics, birth control pills. I cannot tell you how often um, I see chronic vaginitis when people who have been on or who are on birth control pills. Um, of course, like I think you just said, acid alkaline imbalance and um, and vaginitis. Oh, it can also have some emotional etiologies like um, or it can include aversion to sex by putting out an odor or discharge, that's like, you know, like a, like sepia, like the cuttlefish, but it's so sepia is made from the cuttlefish ink. So the ink, um, 
Okay. Nemo. It's like a, a safety response. Yeah. So in Finding Nemo, you know, that the that's the cuttlefish that that inks. Remember that? Yeah. She's nervous and she inks. <laughs> that's um that's CPSO. <laughs> no, I'm that's what I'm gonna think of every time I watch that movie. <laughs> and um so grief, suppressed anger. Ladies, 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 don't suppress your anger. Not just not just for this, but so many reasons. Suppressed emotions can contribute to chronic conditions like vaginitis or other things, heart conditions, all kinds of things. Don't suppress your anger. You know what? Um, if you have anger and you don't know how to talk about it, you don't know what to do. I love the books um, Boundaries by Townsend and Cloud. It'll help you. <clears throat> that book can help you know how and when to say no. And, but not, it's not just about saying no. It's also about, I think that we wouldn't have anger if we knew how to just, just talk about things without feeling scared or worried or, you know, she's going to get mad at me or, you know, she's not going to like me or whatever. Anger is a secondary emotion. It's never the first, it's not like if you, I talk about the feelings wheel which I know we, we do this, we get off topic guys. So if you're here, this is just what we do. You're Can't learning something. <laughs> yes. You'll pick something out of here that you like. Um, there's the feelings wheel where the inside are very, there's very few feelings, anger. I mean, they're very generic. And then you go out a little bit and get more and more specific. Um, it's really helpful. So yeah, what you said about we wouldn't be angry if we were able to identify and work through all of those feelings in a perfect world. Mm-hmm. Um, we wouldn't be left with that. So mm-hmm. the body mm-hmm. is amazing and we'll yeah. do lots of crazy things when yeah. emotions are suppressed. Suppressed. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so in vaginitis, you want to look for miasms. Uh, miasms are a whole different, big, big topic. I do go into that in my mentorship program and, um, you know, would love to have you join me in the mentorship program to learn more about miasms, but, um, you can also catch vaginitis from your partner and, um, there can be, um, a susceptibility. So the miasm is the susceptibility, you know, you, you're susceptible, you are more likely to get um, vaginitis. And then you can look at the discharge when you're, when you're trying to find remedies for, for vaginitis, look at the discharge. What color is it? Is there an odor? What's the texture? How often are you having the discharge and how much? All those things matter. Take note of those things because the remedies that we're going to talk about tonight are going to, we're going to differentiate based on what we just talked about here. So you want to just take turns doing the remedies? Yeah. Okay. Go first. So, um, pulsatilla is good when there is creamy discharge itching. Um, it can be worse with greasy or fatty foods and it goes along with an irritated red or inflamed vulva. So that's going to be more visible. Right. Other than maybe other remedies. Yeah. Okay. Um, graffitis 
graffitis and aluminum both have vaginal discharge like the white of a raw egg. Um, clear but sticky, right? So thick and, and clearer. There can be a lot of it and be constantly flowing. Um, and then is Thuya the next one? Yes. Okay. So we have Thuya is good for yellow green discharge, vaginal itching, and offensive perspiration. Yeah. So, so like, does that mean like literally sweaty that smells? Yes. Like onions. So okay. not, so, I mean, just a regular BO smell is, can, can be offensive, yeah. but I always, when people say they're sweaty, I always ask if there's a smell to it. Mm-hmm. Does it smell like onions? Does it smell like rotten eggs? So this is perspiration from your other, like your armpits and stuff. This is it. Yeah. Okay. So this is the discharge and itching in tandem with maybe having that's right extra smelly bo yes, yes. okay that's mm-hmm. helpful yeah um sinicula sinicula and hepersulf have vaginitis that smells like fish so that's your your bacterial vaginosis um is that fish smell mm-hmm. and um so that's sinicula or hepersulf I would go with Hepersol first. Okay. It's probably one that you have on hand more commonly than Sinicula anyway. True. Um, This just is making me think, I wonder how many of us or women live thinking like this is just normal. Yeah. And I think we've, we think there's so many things, not just this condition, Mm -hmm. but that we live and have accepted as normal. Um. So hopefully this is helping you maybe even pay more attention to your body in all the ways, like yes. what's going on and what's normal. Yep. Um, I'm not sure how to say that next remedy. So you do that one and I will do no. nap boss. Okay. Um, creosalt, creosalt. Remember this is going to be on the blog. So you can have the spellings of all of our remedies. This has a dark brownish discharge before and after menses and smells like a dead animal. So when you're asking about smell, you know, there might be none or there might be fish or it might be. A, and I've heard women saying that it smells like a dead animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, And it's funny because there are a lot of people who are like, I hope this isn't too much information or oh, this is going to sound really weird. And I'm like, no, because listen to what we're saying. We're we getting very specific. We so, mm-hmm. Yeah. The more yeah. specific, the better, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Nat Foss is number one for vaginal discharge caused by cause, sorry, by dietary indiscretions. So like um, extra sweets mm-hmm. or you just, yep. maybe, yep. Um, and it, it contributes to that acid alkaline imbalance. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yep. So this could be creamy yellow discharge related to diet. Yeah. So you might be needing to take some notes. If you're noticing weird discharge, take notes of food. I don't know that I ever would have thought of that. Exactly. Noting food. Yeah. So taking note, I've done that so many times in my health journey, trying to figure things out. Um, I start keeping a food diary or food log. I've done it lots of different ways. You know, a long time ago before smartphones, I had a notebook in my kitchen. And every time I or one of the kids, whoever I was charting on, would eat, I would write it down. 
Um, now, and since we're talking about women's health, I'll share with you. It's called the P Tracker. It's one of my favorite um, apps. It's called the P Tracker, and it it's P's for period, so it's a period tracker. Um, and I can't. I would like to. I was going to turn my phone around and show you, but it's showing. Um, just a little bit of personal information on my home screen that is locked. So you can lock it where nobody else can look in there. But in this app, you can, you can pull up the calendar. You can tap on the date. There's notes. So in the notes section is where I keep whatever I'm trying to track, whether it's um, food or remedies or headaches or, you know, whatever I'm trying to figure out the thing I'm doing. And then you click on lifestyle and it, you can put your weight. It keeps up with your steps based on your, you know, like you carrying your phone around, um, exercise, nutrition, water, sleep, temperature, fertility, trying to conceive. Um, and then you can put then under that is a place to put all your pills. So that's where I put all my homeopathic remedies. I have a similar um, app that I've used for years. You have another one that's like this? Yeah, it's called Kindara. It's K-I-N-D-A-R-A. And it's like a cycle tracker and predictor. And then Mm -hmm. you can keep track of if you take your temperature, cervical mucus, um, intercourse or not, your cycle, like your period. And then symptoms, like if you, on this one, if you click symptoms, it has a whole list of a bunch that you can pick from. You have the same thing, yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. like a million of these. Yes. Wow. And you and can add some supplements. Can you add symptoms in yours? Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Fun. And then I also have moods. So moods, you can. Oh, I don't have that. Wait, hold on. Oh, look at all the moods. Maybe that's under symptoms. Grouchy. <laughs> Angry, good. anxious, calm, confident, confused, depressed, energized, fatigued. It goes on. So anyway. <sighs> great apps. So use, use apps to track things, you know, so that you can figure out what's happening. Why is this happening? All good. Okay. Um, Caladium, Caladium has severe vaginal itching. And okay. How would you choose between like arsenicum when we're talking about itchy or burny? I would always start with arsenicum. Arsenicum album is such a great itchy remedy. I would, I really would always start with arsenicum album, which isn't even on our list and it should be. Arsenicum album and hepersulf are going to be great vaginitis remedies. They're often used together too. Together. Yep. Twice a day. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. So something to keep in mind. Yeah. And our last one in our notes, but not least definitely is sepia. Yeah. It's number one for prolapsed uterus and menopause. Yep. The so menopause could, it could just be, you're going through menopause and it's causing these changes in your body. Right. Um, you might get vaginitis before menses mm-hmm. or that bearing down pain, like your vagina will be just inverted, like I mean, come out, which probably feels similar to a prolapsed uterus or the prolapse feeling. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So sepia has that feeling of things, you know, like, like everything's going to fall out. Falling out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sepia actually literally pulls it back up into place. 
Man, so it's it's amazing. Sepia is oh, such a great remedy. So don't be freaked out by what we said in the beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what we should say about sepia is that if you're still cycling, you need to stop it when you're on your period. Yes. So while you're having your period, you need to just take a break from sepia. Um, the another thing that you could do that I don't know that anybody really would do, but it is an option. You could potentize the discharge. So your discharge, you could potentize it. You take a, and that's, that's again, the reason that I, um, I hesitate to mention this is it's a, it's a medical process to make a remedy really. You know, I mean, you take, you know, you take some maybe on a, on a Q-tip or whatever, or a, um, toothpick and you put it, you know, in your, in your glass, little, whatever you're going to do. And that's your, that's your, that's like your mother tincture, you know, and then you dilute it, you know, one, you take, you put nine drops for your, for your one X. I mean, it's just a lot. I would literally only do that if there was nothing else I could do. We're like, we're in the end times and there's no, <laughs> there's no buying remedies and there's nothing else I can do. Then I would do something like that. Cause it's really a, yes. a process, but that is something that you can do. You can, you can do that with milk too. If there's, um, if there's a certain milk or even just milk, if you're, if you're allergic to milk, you can potentize the milk and then you take it as a homeopathic remedy. Mm-hmm. All kind of stuff like that you can do your own. If you have a cold cough or flu, you know, your own secretions, you can make a, a remedy. I'm about it. to do that after this cough has been here for a million years. <laughs> I'm going to tell my kids like collect your boogers. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. <sighs> okay. This was fun again. And guys. join us in a class. We've got tons of classes to choose from on the website, melissacrenshaw.com under courses. And um, you can choose, you can click on the start here and look at all the classes that we have to offer. We do some live, there are some just pre-recorded. Um, you know, there's just a lot, there's a lot to do. There's the blog that have lots of free resources on there. Um, we've got the private Facebook page group. If you are a student in a class, all kind of stuff. It's, there's just a lot, this shop where you can buy a mug or, you know, all the things. So, um, come visit us and we'll look forward to seeing you next time on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.